Shift Delirium, a podcast about junior doctors and the world around them. I'm your host, Victoria, and on today's episode, I'm joined by Temi, who is a senior house officer, and Gabby, who is a junior sister. We're talking about dating, family, and relationships. To all of my aunties that listen, and my uncles, and my parents, um, respectfully, please don't listen to this one. Okay, love you. And to everyone else who's listening, uh, enjoy the episode. Okay, right now we have Gabby and Temi who are here for our next episode of Night Shift Delirium. Hi. Hi. You sound a little bit more excited. We'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so on today's pod, we're talking about dating, family, relationships, and our careers. But before we get to that, why don't you all tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is you do in the hospital? Um. I'm Temi and I am an SHO on acute medicine at the moment and I basically run the show. (laughs) With the nurses? Basically. I run the nurses. Wow. So, (laughs) she doesn't run the nurses. (laughs) So, um, I'm Gabby. Um, I'm a junior sister on um, an acute medical unit um, and I'm a wig slayer at night. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, so we're going to have y'all's social medias included in the notes for this episode anyway, so y'all can follow them. If you're interested, if you want to slide in the DMs, well, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so y'all, let's get to it. We're talking about dating. We're talking about family, relationships, medicine, and all of that jazz. Everyone's favorite topic, right? Oh, man. So what are y'all's situations? Do you guys feel like your careers affect your outside life in that way? I feel like a year ago, I would have said, yeah. But at the moment, as it stands, not too much. It, it sort of does have an impact because I'm always at work. But um, I suppose when I'm not, I do try and go out. But I want to rest, man tired after doing like back-to-back long days so i think it's a little bit hard trying to get the social balance and the dating balance with work and 12-hour shifts well <laughs> i'm gonna make you work work anyway well what about you Tims? about me you know what it's actually really really hard to remember life pre-covid yeah. it's difficult yeah. it this has just become all like a norm. we know mm. it's become the new normal i'm like oh a life outside work? What's there? Nah, but this is pre-COVID, <laughs> men were still mad. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh. Me- hmm. So do you think that... Okay, so like we're talking about hours affecting our dating lives and things. Do you think that COVID is kind of helping a little bit because no one can go anywhere anyway? So all I you can really like, do is chat? I feel like it's a 50-50%. It's either like... It's either you're serious and you, like, you know, you do use the time to actually try and get to know someone or you just want to play. Mm. For me, like, for me, um, 90% of it is probably play. Like, I don't feel like... I feel like it's just forced guys to just be like, oh, you know, I'm kind of bored, so uh, I'll jump on Hinge and Dining. Oh, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> so you think 
guys are playing more? Or do you, like, what about you? Are you into play more now? Like, are you just tired from working and you just can't be bothered or? See, I'm trying to keep your relatives alive right now, so I don't have time. That's real. That <laughs> is real. I'm really treating. I'm out here caring for people, okay? So I don't have time for games. Clap for her. Clap for her on Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, no, for real, we do appreciate all the applause and things. No. <laughs> she said, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That don't okay. pay, that don't pay for nothing in Asda. It does not. <laughs> Same. Oh, lol. Okay, so... So it's harder, well, for people like me, whose love language is physical touch, oh, not that kind of touch, mind up the gutter, Gabby. Anyway... Um, it's difficult. Someone... It's so hard. It's I'm nah. I'm suffering. Just texting, texting. What am I gonna do with texting? That's dead. That, yeah. Someone on Twitter said, "How is everyone that's uh, whose love language is physical touch doing?" Yeah. Someone <laughs> said they're on life support. <laughs> we are. Oh, life support, yeah. right, okay? We're suffering. It's I hard. See. It's hard. <laughs> Tweeting from life support. I was just finished. Gosh, yeah. it's I definitely. I do think it's like very, very difficult, especially like when you're working, like you really do just want to like chill. You don't really want any stress when you go home. And like, if you don't already have someone, it's like, okay, like I don't really care about your like conspiracy theory about 5G and all this stuff. Like I'm doing this every day. I really don't even, I don't have the energy to deal with you. Yeah. So for example, with me, I was already talking to someone pre-COVID. However... Even then, it's not really made that person be more creative in the way that we should perhaps date. We can't go out and things. So people just need to be a bit more creative. And even So you say he hasn't been creative. Okay, What's yeah. Thank idea? you, Auntie. What have I done? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank what? you. Yeah, I've made suggestions. Yeah. What kind of suggestions for the people there at home? Okay, so I've been like... Can still do things like movie night, it's just true. on FaceTime. That's true. Or like Netflix house party, I think they call mm. it, which is like a Zoom Netflix and like a chat room. For people like me who's like, you know, physical touch, that doesn't make no sense. No, I but don't. Carry on. So movie night, um, obviously I saw FaceTime or Zoom based really, going out for walks on FaceTime, little things like that. But obviously if you're physical touch, there's nothing that there's nothing no. that can help you, my friend. No. Boris and Co have said that you can Meet with people from another household outside. Quick disclaimer this was recorded some time ago, so some of these restrictions no longer hold true. For now, anyway. Look, that's what, what he said. How long did he say that? How, how long ago was it? Was it like, what, a week Last ago? Week, yeah. or, I'm just or, saying. Or 10 if... days ago. Look, we're already on EOL. Okay, us physical touch people, we're done. EOL stands for end of life. When you're in hospital and you notice that someone's not improving and they have signs of their last days of life, they're placed on a pathway that's called EOL. Being a life support, they've taken you off, basically. Yeah, the tube is out. But if you, got, if you have a queue of people, you know, now might be the time. The weather's great. A queue, a, a line. I don't, listen, I don't, somewhere. I don't know. You're lucky I don't if you know. find one. Like you, you know, you might have someone that just, one. you know, is very happy to come and meet you in the park. You can go for a walk, go for a sit. We're lucky if one even likes a picture on Hinge. 
like talking about uh, it's hard you know it's it was hard, hard pre-covid it's even harder now. now so do you think that it's harder because y'all are in medicine or i think it's the shift patterns man mm. for me like most most of the time for me like when i'm actually free my friends are working yeah what's what's like that that's no good to <laughs> yeah. anyone and then when i'm working everyone's free the shifts never really align and let's say if i'm having a week where i'm doing a lot of shifts and overtime and stuff say if i do have a saturday and sunday out i'm not going to necessarily always want to go out because it's You're my tired. time off and yeah. i'm tired and i actually want to just like tidy in my house or just have some me time mm. Do you think that guys tend to be understanding of that? Or do you feel like they just are like needy little babies? No disrespect, but... I think it depends. I've been quite lucky in that sense. I think the guys that... Oh, sorry. The guys that I've been with um, have sort of been understanding and tried to work in around me. But um, there are some guys that are just like... I definitely feel like guys can be very needy. Like, oh, yeah. oh you need to check in on me. Yeah. And, oh, I didn't feel well. I get the and complete like, opposite. Oh, God. I get the complete opposite. Like what? I wish I had needy. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I always find the avoidant ones. But is this an issue of just your type? Mm. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You go for the a-holes. Uh, big time. You like Once toxic. Well. Toxicity. She loves that, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. But are you toxic? Because we like people what we like in toxic. ourselves, isn't it, often? I would say she, I would say she is. Tell me, you, you, yeah. Cheers, Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. Toxic me. What's toxic about me? Oh, Hello, here me. We toxic go. doesn't always have to be like... I would say I have some destructive tendencies. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Listen, no one is perfect. As long as we're aware and actualized, then that's fine, right? Okay, so what about when you're thinking about your future mister, um, being a professional woman, do you think that you want someone who's like equally educated or it doesn't really matter? Like what are things that maybe you're attracted to that maybe someone else who has a different background might not be attracted to? I think there's a difference between attraction and need. Okay. Um, is there a minimum? I want to say, I want to say no, but it is a yes. Mm. It, it, it is a yes. Mm. There are just some things that I am expecting. Mm. And even if you are fantastic on a lot of other places, if you're lacking in there, that's going to be your weakest link and you are only ever really a strong as your weakest link. Mm. So, so what is, what would you say a minimum was? Well, does it need to have gone to uni? No, not necessarily. I don't think so. Um, ambition. If you don't mm. have ambition, then it's not, it, it, it's not going to, it's not, there's nothing. I can't do nothing. I just feel you. like ambition is the oomph to life. Yeah. Like if you don't even have ambition, then it's like, what, what are you actually striving for in life? Like, what what is it you're trying to yeah. achieve? Definitely. I think, like, you don't have to be... Of direction. Yeah, you don't least. have to be, like, you know, doctor, doctor, whatever. Like, who cares about that? But, like, if you don't... If you're not working towards something, mm. then, like, what is motivating you daily? If yeah. nothing is motivating you daily, then, like, just... we just don't have the same perspective in life it's just yeah. not gonna work and exactly. everyone's ambition's different i think it's important to know as well some people's ambition is to just have like you know a, a great family like a tight-knit family or whatever that's right. which is also important yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you know it doesn't have to be like career orientated mm-hmm. but at least have ambition for something 
So if somebody works at, you know, a fast food joint and, you know, well, as it's... A, as a divisional manager. Can hand up in my As a divisional manager, because I can work with that. I can work with that. No, someone is working at, like, a fast food can... joint. No, like, pushing fries, pushing burgers, um, and, you know, but it's like a transition. What fries? What, cheese? Cheeks. <laughs> Cheeks. <laughs> but they're like in this position. It's not a full time thing. It's not where they want to be, but they just maybe haven't yet been afforded the opportunity to like pursue something else. But they want to. They're working towards that. Okay, that's fine. Is that cool? That's fine. So you right now, if and you go to. fine. How long you be working towards that? Is the question. Have you, have you seen my homeboy, Lawrence, in Insecure? He's been working for five years. <laughs> So let's say, let's say homeboy has been working, you know, at Nando's. He said Nando's? Yeah. What, Nando's? Nando's, whatever. He's been working there for like, I don't know, a year. Okay. He's had an, an unfortunate hand dealt to him. He wants very much so to like progress in something else, but it's just like not really happened yet. If you are ordering your food right now and he says, hey, can I get your number? What are you going to do? Are you going to look at him like, are you stupid? Are you dumb? Or are you going to say, tell me a little bit more about yourself. What's your name? Is he fine? We'll say that he's fine. Is he tall? By definition. Is he a thickens? Oh, God. You're asking too many questions. Let's say he is is what you are attracted to. Whatever it is. Physically, he's got the attraction. Got the... We'll take that as a yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I want to sit here and form and say that. Nah. But I probably will be like initial interest. Yes. And then probably as I talk to you mm. and we establish that, okay, mm. homeboys, you know, working in Nando's, pushing chips. Chips. Um, chips. So chips. Um, I will need to know what your five-year plan is looking like but if if you are ordering your food and he wants to know your information are you going to give it to him yeah you are yeah, yeah i would i'm until... not gonna lie i wouldn't me? i don't think i would Nah, initially i don't think so i which i think is really good about like dating apps and things because i feel like i would be much more prone to be like open to someone because like i'm getting to know them in a bigger thing initially i'm not gonna lie i'm definitely gonna be like Nah, I don't think so. Because I'm also like an older woman, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm 31. So if you're at a fast food joint at 31 or 35 or whatever, then I'm going to be like, okay, like what happened? If you're new to the country, fine. You know, like there's different circumstances in which I could say, fine, that's cool. But like, it's going to be a challenge for me to say, yeah, I'm going to give you my number If at Nando's. If I find out later on, like we meet in a different circumstance and there's like a connection then sure, I think I could be open. But even that, I think I'm being challenging myself to be open mm, mm. in all honesty. Nah, I think I would, I would be like, yeah. Until I find out after mm. like what your plans are and if they align with mine and if they don't, then probably just let it feel like from there. But initially, okay. I'd be like, yeah, you can have my number. I mean, it probably won't go anywhere. Yeah. With me. It probably won't go anywhere. Nando's is where it stops, though. Don't get carried away, fam. <laughs> ain't ain't going to be no McDonald's or nothing. Just chill out. <laughs> I, 
not that much chips. I mean, but like, I do think if I meet you in a different circumstance, like I would definitely be much more open if you're like, oh, like I'm pursuing this, my master's or like whatever, or I have this other thing going on. But initially, I don't know anything, but the fact that I just want like, you know, whatever this burger is, Sunset Burger, whatever it's called. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, I'm so by the way, baby girl, I'm no, not going to be. Chicken, you know? <laughs> Sunset Burger. Bruh. That? That's so much better than their chicken. The chicken is overrated at Nando's. That's Who a whole nother. Like facts are facts. My taste buds said that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Dating apps as medical and surgical specialties. Tinder. Tinder is your pain specialist. You go to them, you get what you need, and you get your very most basic level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs taken care of. And then let's talk about Bumble. I'd say Bumble is something like family medicine or GP both of which can be great at times, but also pretty humdrum and a little bit boring if we're honest. If you're lucky, you get a good one. Then Hinge. Well, I'd say Hinge is something like internal medicine, takes itself a little bit too seriously, but also understands the weight of what's required. Then you've got the rogue ones like Coffee Meets Bagel, which I'd say is closest to neurology, always requires a referral and often doesn't add much to the plan. Then we've got the league, which what's a better descriptor than general surgery? The ego, the LinkedIn of it all. And lastly, OkCupid. It's free. It's easily accessible to anyone. A lot of the times it's kind of a waste of time. And I'd say it's closest to A&E or the ER. So on the flip side, um, do y'all think that you ever meet men who are like enamored with your job or your like profession and you're like, calm down? Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to be real. In an all talk kind of way. Yeah. At the beginning, oh, you're a doctor. Oh, well. mm. But then that quickly fizzles, fizzles. out. Um, and I think probably it's a very, in, it's an insecurity kind of thing, mm. most, most probably. Like, as in the men are just hella insecure about the fact that you're in this position? I mean, or? potentially, potentially, maybe they just see their inadequacies when... You're faced with it. Then when, when their um, partner is a doctor and that, and that title comes with a lot of prestige and allocates and such and such, mm. um, maybe they might feel very, very inadequate. Little do they know, I'm just steady doing PRs all day. Rewriting <laughs> drug charts. <laughs> PR exam, for those that don't know. <laughs> per <laughs> rectum exam. Anyway. How was your prostate? <laughs> uh, yeah, prostate. How was your prostate oh today? God. Anyway, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a very different perspective, though, because I feel like I'm from a nursing point of view anyway, that I, I found that... Um, Men seem to be very, they've got an image of nurses in their heads. And obviously it's, I would say it's the porn star image of nurses, oh. basically. The, the classic cartoon 
um nice silhouette nurse with the with the sexy uniform trash. Uh, looking yeah trashy looking after like no they are trash who the men mm-hmm. yeah looking after like you know oh. um guys so i get that type of the perspective for men so it's like oh you're a nurse oh my god like when you gonna oh, come and yeah when you come and look back after to, me yeah 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 i'm oh. sick i'm sick oh. Oh. after me after oh my, me. I am shocked. I feel so innocent because I never even really? would have thought that. No, genuinely, you know, hmm, guys do ever. that. It's hmm. like obviously some of them pass it as a joke, but it's actually quite sickening. So if you do that, fix up, please. It's actually quite <laughs> sick. Um, Provided get... to whack this bedpan on your head. <laughs> <laughs> the urine bottle, actually. <laughs> um, and then you get the um, other side where. Um, so when I was doing agency, I found that guys were quite interested in my pay slip. Oh. Guys that I weren't even like. But how did they know I, that you were agency though? So they would be asking me. Um, so it would be guys that sort of were probably into recruitment, mm-hmm. um, agency recruitment. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would be like, "Oh, um, you know, like, what do you do?" So okay, let's say for example, a few weeks ago, I was talking to like a guy on Hinge, and he was like, "Oh, what do you do?" It's like I'm a nurse, and he was like, "Oh." Like, what type of nurse? So I was like, so I was like, adult nurse. And then I said to him, what do you do? So he was like, oh, like, he, he works for a recruitment agency. He's like a recruiter. So then he was, oh, then he said to me, oh, have you done agency before? I was like, yeah. And then he said, oh, um, um, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to find out because I want to see if I, I can recruit you for my agency. Oh. What hospital do you work for? Yeah. On Hinge. On Yo, Hinge, guys. I, like, I said, I don't disclose and I don't ever disclose where I work to you. That's very guys. weird and very like, scary. I was like, I'm not going to tell you where I work. He was like, all right then. And that was the end of that conversation. Was he fine? No. <laughs> so, no love lost. <laughs> you know what? The um, thing is, I do feel like we excuse so many more things yeah. if you're like attracted to the guy. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Definitely. if not, and I'm already being open. Because like... you know how many toes out there? What do you mean? <laughs> you're actually sick. <laughs> what toes? are you talking about? Huh. No, what? no, most of them take a, uh, take a very good, they're like, oh, so what? What you, you're a nurse, yeah? It's, you know, it's, you must earn like big bucks. Wow. Like, listen, even if I was earning those big bucks, I'm not coming to look after you. Hello. Exactly. None of it so is for you. None of it. That's crazy. I definitely think that guys do this whole, oh, like you're a doctor. Oh, like you're so this and that. And it's very annoying to me because like, I just got here, first of all. Mm-hmm. And secondly, like I don't define myself by my career or whatever. So if you already are defining me that way, then like yeah. we might not ever really make a real connection because I'm not going to be, I, it's very irritating. And I definitely think that like amongst I mean, being an African and things like that, definitely you see it a lot more yeah, definitely. than like you might see it with other communities or whatever. But okay, so I've got like one more sort of rogue question. If a patient comes in, <laughs> you're asked to assess this patient, but you also find yourself attracted to said I'll patient. Give the I'll give the number, Joe. I'll give the number. <laughs> Now, if come, he, come and come and slap me. <laughs> if he if he hasn't asked for your number because maybe he's nervous or whatever, well, how are you gonna? Oh, that's techie. Oh, well, what, what you gonna do? How you gonna smack. act? So I want to give him my number. You want him to want your number? Huh? Look at the way Gabby's eyes are blinking. <laughs> you, I want him to want. You get it? There's a difference. Oh, There's a difference in there. 
how would you do it or would you do it at all well, I haven't seen any fine patients so far, so... Yeah, oh, well, no eligible fine patients. Like, no available fine patients, should I say. Um, hmm. This is like a different world where... Then you have to drop some subtle, hints. but not so, not so subtle hints. Yeah. How, how would you approach Hot that heavy. patient? Hot and heavy. Please. Like, wink here or there. Maybe a bit more attention. I'm going to talk to you more, maybe. Yeah. Engage more, I think. With mm. Try and dig, dig deep into the love life. <laughs> wait, what? Dig deep. Wait, wait, wait. So you're, you're collecting history, yeah? <laughs> so past medical, drug history, background. Less mm? social Social everything. history. So, social love interest. So, 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 so the subsection <laughs> of social history. So how many sexual partners have you had? They've come in with a headache. She's like, so Was it how many women... <laughs> Yeah. Was, 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 oh no. <laughs> no, no. From social history, we can go into like you know. So, what, are you, you on any dating apps? Man, I've been on Hinge for six months, fam. And every day, I swear I'm going to delete it. For six months, every day, I swear I'm going to delete it. Oh, like bread. <gasps> <laughs> like Tesco. Bread. Is it is is the bread sliced? It's not sliced at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's whole. <laughs> oh, wow. oh lord. Okay, um... My friend says this as well. You're probably not engaging Look, I have been people. on Hinge, I can't, like, maybe two or three times, and I've deleted my profile ever since, like, since. But see, it's not for me. Like, I think like, that's why I call it. Got some fine black men on Hinge, though. Um, okay. Okay, so, last question about dating. I've asked this question in different ways. If you were to choose a drug that you were, something that embodies you, and we're using the theme of dating... What drug would it be and why? And this can be legal or illegal. A drug that embodies me. Yeah, like that describes you. So like in real life, in real life, I asked one of my colleagues this question, like not about dating, but just in general. And she was like, <laughs> she's a meprazole because... What the hell? <laughs> she said a meprazole because it makes you feel good, you know, and it's pretty suitable for most people. There aren't that many bad side effects. So, like, it's a, you know, it's a reliable drug. And that's how she felt she was. Now I'm asking this this question in relation to dating. Cannabis. Your cannabis. Why For do you think you're cannabis? <laughs> because can but yeah, because cannabis, I feel like obviously it depends on what <laughs> what type of cannabis you be having. But um oh, the only thing I know is um marijuana, but, weed and skunk. That is it. I'm not skunk, by the way. I'm just like like a mel- I'm more the medicated one, the mm. medicated cannabis for the patients that have it, like prescribed with the cannabis oil, nice and mellow, helps helps you manage pain. Everything. Do you same. cause anxiety? Yes. How can I lie to you? Yes, is the answer to that. <laughs> so that's your side effect. Your side effect is sometimes may cause anxiety, but otherwise mellow, cool, and calm. Yeah. Let me look All at right. the green real quick. Because the way you're bringing out side effects like this, I didn't know this was this was gonna come next. Because I wanted to say that I was Tamsilosin because it sounds like my name and I'm good for your prostate. Tamsilosin, no, no, no. Wait, it says common side effects: sexual dysfunction. I'm not that. No, 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 no. I take it back. I take it back. No, sorry. Is that what Tamsilosin does? Yes. So dizziness, uncommon, constipation, 
diarrhea. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Wow. So, what drug would you be then? <sighs> Let's just go with meth then. Meth. Meth. Amphetamines. Explain yourself. Explain yourself. Why? What's the good? What's what? What is the? Because everyone that comes into contact with me can't get enough of me, loves me, do anything for me. And becomes dumb after me. <laughs> <laughs> becomes very stupid. <laughs> very stupid. <laughs> Enters a trance? Actually, no. I want to take it back. I want to take, that. I want to take that one back as well. Can I do one No. Are there, are there messed up teeth? Does their skin go bad? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Can I be adrenaline, please? Okay. That's bad. Tell us why you're adrenaline. Because without me, you'll die. Wow. Wait, wait. The, the, what y'all cannot see is the stillness in her face. The I'm stillness not, of a killer. So serious, of a right. killer. <laughs> yeah. But surely everyone has the potential to, like, you know, that innate potential to kill. Okay, you know what? I think. Let's move. I know, as in. Are you serious? I need for you to relax your eyes right <laughs> now. Do you hear me? <laughs> Don't you guys? Yeah, she looks like a serial killer when she does them eyes, right? Okay. Okay. All right. So, my drug, <laughs> I think. Is also my drug of life. Not not my drug of life, but like what I think describes me in general. I would say it's a benzo, like a little diazepam. Oh, you got a little diazepam. You got the bomb. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm calm. I'm yeah, calm. There's an actual, you know, there's a time and a place that it's appropriate. Really? And that is perfect for me. Oh, I mean, I don't endorse any yeah, sort yeah. of, you know, using any drugs inappropriately but some people do recreationally so so do you think your side effect is overuse then oh, what is even... my what is my side effect that's a good question let I me not think talk about, about that. the okay so my side effect i don't know what are side effects of benzos that are like lethal you die overuse is which is essentially that the respiratory depression and you die yeah okay yeah i think my side effect is which you is use you me the much. wrong way and you might die that's it. Like, like as in your muscles have relaxed too much. <laughs> yeah, too free. Cool. Okay. Free to the Lord. My my own Tamsilosin only had two common side effects. Okay, diazepam. Alertness decreased, anxiety, ataxia, which means you can't really move properly for all you lay people. Confusion, depression, dizziness, drowsiness, dysarthria. Period. Basically you can't speak. That's fine. Um Damn. fatigue. Gastrointestinal disorder, mm-hmm. headache, hypotension, mood altered, muscle weakness, yep. nausea, mm-hmm. respiratory depression, mm-hmm. sleep disorders, Come on. suicidal ideation, <laughs> That's it. tremor, vertigo, One more. vision disorder, oh. withdrawal symptoms. Yes. You want to know why? Because if you mess with me the wrong way, that's all you're gonna do. Thunder fire to your life. <laughs> whoa! Thunder fire! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, all right, y'all. So let's shift topics and talk a little bit about family and medicine. Okay, so how has your family reacted to you all's career so far? My parents didn't even want me to do medicine at the beginning. They, they didn't want you to be... They got a fail. Really? Mm-hmm. Because they were paying out of pocket for my medical school fees. So, um, you know, that's a big gamble. Because if I failed at any stage, that's that money finished. that they paid. Finished. That mm. drink. Got that. Mm. So... Well done. Gamble paid off. Winner, winner, winner. But now they're very happy and very excited, I'm sure. They're not gassed about me being a doctor, to be honest. Really? No. 
I think they like to be humble with it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cute. What about you? My mum, I don't feel like, I, I don't feel like initially she thinks, I don't think she thinks anything of nurses. She thinks nurses are carers. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, she doesn't think, she doesn't think big of it. Um, I mean, she was proud when I got the um, band six, but as a nurse in general, she just thinks like, I don't want to say she thinks it's a crap, I don't want to say she feels it's a crap, oh sorry, a crap job, but she's just not all that blown away. Neither is my sister. Wow. Yeah. Are y'all, do y'all have medical people in your families? No. No. So, like, yeah. But my sister doesn't like anything, like, medical science, nothing. She's on the very end of the spectrum. She doesn't even go GP. She doesn't, she's very, like, yeah. So, um, whereas my mom's a carer and she works with nurses all the time. So I suppose she's just like, my daughter's one now. (laughs) Just, Just seeing things different like that. That's so interesting. I feel like my family's very hype. But, I mean, my parents are medical or whatever, but I think they are more hype because it took me so long to get there. So they're like, oh, she finally did it, like that kind of thing. I think they would have been equally happy if I'd, like, was successful in anything else. Um, I'm siblings medical. Now I only have one sister and she's doing law. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're okay with that. My sister was doing that as well. Mm-hmm. But would they have been okay if you had done something else? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I think along the way, because it took me so long to even go into medical school, they were like, are you sure you actually want to do this? Or you want to, like, do something else? Like, it's, you know, it's not by force that so you have to do it. you want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, how do you guys think your professions will affect your eventual families? Like, your children, your partners? So I wanted to go, I want to go into a surgical specialty. So I want to go into ops and gynae. So that's going to be a lot of on calls, going to be a lot of nights. It's going to be a lot of resident on calls as well, even after consultancy. So, um, yeah, it might be a problem. You think it'll be a problem? Why do you Potentially, think it be because it's been a problem for so many other people. Um, a lot, ops and gynae has a very, very high attrition rate. So a lot of people drop out because the lifestyle is just not compatible with family life. Mm. It's just that simple. However, if I was to not do ops and gynae, I would drop out of medicine completely. I would, I could not go into something else. I couldn't go into acute or GP or anything else. Mm. That's really interesting. It'll be deuces. Oh, really? Bye-bye. Yeah, completely. I wouldn't find joy in anything else. Hmm. Oh, wow. That is beautiful, though, you know, honestly. That's beautiful to have that kind of passion for the field. All these old cellulitic legs is enough, please. <laughs> ha! Somebody's mother. <laughs> I'm nobody's mother, please. Like, no. I have no children. No, I mean I, the person you're describing is somebody's mother's legs, fam. When these people come nah, in complaining that... me, I just feel like... Oh, I don't know why I could do I just feel like, oh, after a long day... I can go at home and feed my kids at my husband. I can just about feed myself when I get <laughs> when I get home and I'm really tired. So I, I feel like it would work, but I feel like the more you get up the ladder, the harder it is. Mm. So like matrons, I feel like matrons have it hard as well, still trying to balance kids' life because they're on call as well. Well, the matron that we have here is on call as well. She has to do like late night shifts and stuff. So yeah, like childcare and all that. Childcare is a killer yeah it's so expensive it is i've had i think that for me like just because my dad is a doctor my mom is a nurse i was raised in that so for me it feels very attainable 
but I know it was not easy at all for them. Mm-hmm. And like, we luckily, I don't even know, honestly, how they, like they sort of staggered their careers. So it helped a lot, but also like just having family and stuff around, which I mean, who knows where I personally will be because. And we rotate. Yeah. So that's going to be really difficult. When you rotate, you have to, sometimes if you're the really big deanery, you're going to have to relocate. Yeah. And training is, that's the thing here. Like training is so long. It's whereas like long. ONG in the States, post medical school is only four years. So yeah, it's a terrible four years. And yes, you're right. You have like these on calls or 24 hour shifts or whatever is it when you're a consultant. Like but training in America. Yeah. I think Grey's was quite... Um, Grey's is very accurate. sensationalized. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of is it accurate, the training... In terms of how it is. Like the intensity. Yeah. So, you know, I just recently... And the, um, the interns and having the... Yeah. The so and- I stopped watching Grey's like after two episodes. And then I just recently started it again. I said I'll start watching when Meredith my dies. Meredith never dies. dies. Oh yeah, of course. So that's why I'm Why you it spoiled again. it? Uh, no, I said when she dies. Oh. She'll never die. Oh, I know she'll okay, never fine. die. Yeah. So that's why I'm not watching it. <laughs> Trash TV. So Whatever. I'm rewatching it now, and basically, so I'd say the number one most common question that I get about training in America is, is it the same as Grey's Anatomy? The long and short of it is, I don't know. I didn't watch the show. I wish I could be more useful as the all-American Wikipedia. (laughs) Unfortunately, I can't. Either way, we continued the chat for a little bit longer, but our break was over and we had to get back to work. Well, y'all, we'll have to continue this conversation another time. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Do you want to give out your socials? I do. So that is T-E-M-T-X-M. Thank you. I'm on Instagram. I'm not on Twitter because I don't play with that. Uh, <laughs> all right. And I am uh, Bella Gabriella, and that's Bella with two A's and Briella with one A. Can you spell it, man? Nah. What is this? Okay, B E double L double A B R I E one L and double A. Okay, perfect. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Delirium. Please take everything that Gabby, Temi, and I said with a grain of salt. I suppose it must be said. Gabby and Temi's social media handles will be found in the notes of this episode. And if you're enjoying our podcast so far, please make sure that you like, rate, subscribe, and all of that jazz on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Delirium Shift and at Night Shift Delirium on Instagram. Share with your friends and hopefully you guys stick with us for the next episode. We're going to hear a bit from Mahnoor on her journey episode as we learn about her journey into medicine. Okay, see you on our next shift. Can you edit this? I am definitely going to Why? Yeah, but this is how, how do you expect the public to fall in love with me? That part is absolutely saying it. Don't worry. Get it in. Get it in.